Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. There's a new team in town. Well, let's start the insanity. Don Taylor. The, the greatest sportscaster in British Columbia is Don Taylor. Oh, Rick Dollywall. You know, somebody said I always make these Floridian slips. This is Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. It's uh, Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Don Taylor, along with Rick Dollywall. Ryan Henderson at the controls. Our director is... Derek Wong, how are you, sir? Couldn't be better. A lot of stuff happening. Just there is. I, you've well, been, you've been very quiet. I'm yeah, because there's tons of stuff going on. Look at this. There's like 500 things going on, and and unlike you, give me I'm, one. Uh, hold on a second. Ryan Nugent Hopkins signed this morning. Wayne Simmons signed this morning. Uh, the Olympic qualifier in Victoria. Gary Bettman, State of the Union. Uh, 2022 NHL Olympics. Doesn't look like the NHL is going to do it. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look point. good. There's but, a lot of stuff going on. Okay, uh, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, let's focus on him. He's a Burnaby boy. Uh, eight years, $41 million. New West. New West. Burn- New, Burnaby uh, Winter Club. New West native. New Westminster. He did go to the Burnaby Winter Club, but he's a New West okay, sure. guy. You often you you New West types often say this. Why wouldn't I? I'm a New West guy. No, because He's New West. because all because your kid is born in New Westminster. My kids are all born in New Westminster. Oh, because really? Of the Royal Columbian Hospital, but they're Port Moody and more kids. Okay, yeah, but so I'll, I'll explain that to you. Then we'll we'll talk off the air. But this, this this signing makes a lot of sense because. They don't have any depth behind McDavid and, and Dreisaitl. I don't think this hurts them. He's a talented player, first overall, all of that. Has had a solid NHL career. I think it makes a lot of sense. A good move by the Oilers. Eight years, though, Donnie. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. He's 28 years old. Uh, the cap hit is low. So you're gonna Oilers fans will like the cap hit. A little give low. and take here. They won't like the eight years because you don't know how he's going to be in years five, six, seven, eight. I think I have an idea. He just finished a seven-year, $42 million deal. Um, the key in this deal for me, talking to people this morning, is that he's got a, a no-movement clause in all eight years. That's huge. Yeah. Eight, for eight, Ryan. Eight will be a little bit uh, too long for a lot of people at Edmonton, but I understand it given that constant complaint we've had in the McDon- uh, McDonald, the McDavid uh, dry saddle era that there's no depth behind the orders. You let him go. What, what, what's left? What this else? is a this is good and and Wayne Simmons two year deal nine hundred thousand per year, uh, two years. They got Spezza <laughs> back. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Simmons back, so they're getting all their veteran guys back. Okay, um, did you watch the game last night? No, I I was watching reruns of Happy Days. Come on, give your head a shake. Happy Days is on check. Happy Days is on so check. You're a good company man. Three's Company. Uh, those were the two best shows. Fonzie moved above the garage, I believe. Uh, uh, Chachi, last uh, Fonz. Anyways, of course. Of course we are watching. In the heat, it's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. 
It is hard. To watch hockey? Yes, in this in heat. In the heat? Yes, it Were is. Were you outside watching it? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's hot. It's you, you know, it's it's a muggy. It's hot. It's a tough time to watch hockey. I'm not going to lie to you. I, okay, can, can I say this? It was 5-1, okay? But I see promise, and I, I might be alone, but look, what happens usually on this show is that uh, people don't see things that I see. I see promise for an entertaining series. Hey, you know what you see? Cole Caulfield. You know what Caulfield was last night? Minus three. Why didn't you tweet that last night? <laughs> oh, speechless. Oh, no. Speechless. Well, no. For the first time in your <laughs> no. life, speechless. You're right. One game makes oh, an entire career. Oh, you're, you're, I see. You're bang so on. Two or three weeks makes him a, a <laughs> yeah. Hall of Famer. But last night he was minus three. <laughs> what did I say, Hall of Famer? Uh, just, but it, no. It's funny. You didn't mention he was minus three last night. The first goal, he coughed it up at the blue line, and it went back the other way. Sure. Okay. He's a bum. All right, it's it's official. <laughs> but no, I see promise because first of all, um, scoring chances, scoring attempts. Now Tampa Bay outshot Montreal. Yeah. But in terms of uh, sh- uh, shoot shot attempts, yeah, Montreal was ahead of Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay with a lot of blocks. But the other thing I liked a lot was that there was a lot of edge. And a lot of it was provided by the Canadians. Tampa Bay going after targeting Brendan Gallagher, who obviously, despite I think he's only got five points in eighteen playoff yeah, games. He, he's not been getting a lot of but, points. But he's, he's a huge he's, part of that team. He's an engine for that team. Yes. And as he goes off, and uh, so go uh, the Montreal Canadiens. But there, there is some edge there, some pushback from the Canadians. Uh, I, I, it was two-one in the second period. I see promise for a, a very good series. I stand to be corrected. I won't take your, you know, your criticism of my love for Caulfield, but yeah. I stand to be corrected on this. But I think it's going to be better than people think after Game One. Hey, you know what? Last night, Pod Colson wasn't minus three. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Uh, here's my problem with the Habs last night, Donnie. Nine shots halfway through the game. Sure. You're going. You're facing one of the best goalies in the world. You got. You, you got to get more offense. You got to create more offense. Uh, he had an easy time last night. Let's be honest. Three Habs turnovers. Three Tampa Bay goals. All rush goals. Stop giving the puck away. Better puck management yeah, it, at the Tampa Bay line. They all talked about get it afterwards. Deep, get, go go deep instead of trying to uh, stick handle at the blue line. Uh, Gallagher, I'm with you 100. Uh, percent You know, there's a guy that cares. The heart and soul of the Canadians. I remember Guy Lafleur said a couple of years ago. Mm. He says, if everybody played like Brendan Gallagher, we'd be a whole lot better. Yeah, He's the heart and soul. He's the engine. He, he makes that whole team go. But to watch him get his head slammed on the ice like that in the blood. We're uh, going to show the highlights in a second. Okay, here. okay, you got the highlights. No, well, okay, yeah, that, that was that okay. was tough to watch. Oh, very tough to watch. Uh, uh, no no question about it. Um, so you're, you're going against what I'm saying, that you think this is going to be a, a wipeout. You didn't I say didn't that. say that. Absolutely, I didn't say that. I, I heard some people talking on the radio this morning. It's it's going to be four in a row. It's going to be five. I it won't reach so. six. I don't think so. It won't reach six games. I, I, I don't think so. Uh, shot attempts for 41-36 in favor of the Habs, 27-19 in favor of Tampa Bay in terms of uh, shots uh, on goal, but you mentioned the neutral zone giveaways. Uh, three a big of them. problem three for of them. the they Habs. They went back and scored and they, three. And, and they addressed it afterwards. They're very aware of uh, what went wrong for them yesterday. And Carey Price wasn't at his very best. Great glove save off Steve Stamkos. A couple and, of fluky goals. Yes. Uh, the Sherratt goal, it went off his hand. Yeah. Uh, you can't yeah. blame that him on that That was credited to uh, Kucherov. Highlights, are we good? We're, yeah. uh, this is what we're doing, right? And how are you, by the way? Swell. 
swell. Yeah. Why is everybody so quiet today? What, what do you want us to do? You know, like, I, jump, I could, uh, get no. on the table and jump for joy? Like, yes, uh, I'd like know, to see that. It's a busy day. It, and you were in here uh, getting the highlights going. It takes time. So we're going to have highlights. Um, we got to get these sponsored, by the way. Uh, we're going to have highlights for every game of the Stanley Cup final. Is that what we're doing, Ryan? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Rock and roll. Away we go. Hit me, Derek. Let's go. Amelie Arena, Game 1, Stanley Cup Final. Early first. Eric Chernak to Andre Palat. Gets the puck back to Chernak, and the mesh ripples. one nothing Tampa Bay. For Chernak, his first of the playoffs, he had a strong game. The guys in the Hockey Night encountered. I talked a lot about him afterwards. They loved the way he played. Second period. Shot. Block. Puck goes to Blake Coleman. His shot tipped by Yanni Gord. 2-0. Ning. Gord did get credit for that one. Habs answer. Ben Sherratt, his shot off some legs in front. Ben Sherratt wearing Doug Riseborough's old number eight. Makes it interesting. Makes it 2-1. Third period. Sherratt scores again. Unfortunately, you talked about it, Rick. It was into his own net. Nikita Kucherov gets credit. His first of two, 3-1 home team. Then, Brandon Gallagher gets into it with Coleman and Mikhail Sergachev. Sergachev with the takedown. Gallagher's head hit the ice. This is what you oh, were talking right there, about. Right there, right there. Look at that. Rick, bloodied, but oh. he kept playing. Tough kid. With the score 4-1. Tampa Parkway. Kucherov tees it up for Steve Stamkos. And in Stamkosian fashion, he makes it 5-1. That's your final. Game two. Habs. Lightning. Wednesday again in Tampa Bay. What are you laughing at over there? Okay, first of all, I love when you do the highlights because it takes me back. There were two guys. Oh, you grew up with me, did you? I grew up watching you yeah. and, and BMAC. You were the two uh, mm-hmm. that, 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 that bring well, back. Keep, no, keep, keep in mind. Flooding back memories. Keep in mind that one of the other people that uh, might have uh, um, uh, sparked your uh, memory there was Dave Randorf. Dave, no, he's, Dave, Dave still looks like he's nineteen. I mean, he's going to join. He's going to join us on the next segment. Hey, Dave looks like he's twenty. He's one of those guys. No, that, but my they, point yeah, is, Rick, I, yeah, yeah, I'm I promoting the fact that he's in the next segment. But I go back to McKee. What are you laughing about? Because we're getting ripped for wearing golf shirts. Uh, you're wearing a golf shirt, no yeah. jacket. Uh, Rick, Donnie with no coat. What's up with that? Very unprofessional. That's Rob in the Delaney's OK Tyron Lang game box. This is unbelievable. I know. Because getting... I wear the, the, the suit up all the time. I get ripped for that. Uh, we're in a heat wave. I'm wearing golf shirts, and I, I, I'm going to buy a new Hawaiian shirt for Friday, so that's I'm going to take care of that tomorrow. Good. I want I'll, you to buy one, too. Well, we're, it, we should have a Hawaiian Friday. But you're wearing a golf shirt for the first time on this show. Yeah. No yeah. jacket. Rob's ripping you. Uh, very unprofessional. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I get ripped when I wear the blazer. Yeah, you get ripped when you get, yeah, we, we, we can't. You can't please everyone. I was told a long time ago, don't uh, try to please everyone. You're not going to please everyone. Yeah. Try to wa- please your, 80% your, your, of the people. Your wife could comment on that. <laughs> uh, there are people writing the Habs off. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, yeah, I, had, I had text last night saying four straight. It's over in five. Uh, this is a good Tampa Bay team, Donnie. Uh, well coached. Prince George native. Man, you were the master of the obvious. Just listen. Well, Coach John Cooper. And if Tampa Bay is good. Thank the, you. The next Olympic Canadian team, should Cooper not get some serious well, Barry Trotz, too. Yes, I understand Barry Trotz, but I'm really impressed with Cooper. He's been at it now for six, seven years with the same group. They've had their ups and downs. They lost some Eastern Conference well, finals. Well, people forget, he got they, them to the Stanley Cup final yeah. in 2015 as well. Yes, as last Chicago. Year year. Yeah. And then they lost a couple of Eastern Conference finals. Then they lost to Columbus four straight, but he keeps bringing them back. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikita Kucherov, I wanted to talk oh. about him because I think I was having a conversation with someone today, or earlier today. You're not the only one working the phones, by the way. And we both agreed 
that Nikita Kucherov, and we were, we were talking about the Tampa Bay roster. Who's not appreciated enough on the Tampa Bay roster? I think one obvious player is Yanni Gord. They're, they're third line and fourth lines. Yeah. I would love for them for both sure. to be in Vancouver. A- a- absolutely. But my, my, my point is that, yeah, you talk about Yanni Gord, and I think he's underappreciated. Uh, he scores in, in big moments. Uh, all of that, got a, the goal uh, yesterday, kind of fluky, but you, you get the idea. He gets in the other team's grill, all of that. I think when you talk about underappreciated guys on the on the Lightning, Nikita Kucherov, I don't think we appreciate him oh. enough. And that's crazy to say about somebody who's won a Hart Trophy, an Art Ross, a, a, a Lindsay, who has, as I mentioned, won a scoring total, leads the playoffs in scoring with 30 points and all of that. I just don't think we we know enough about him. I don't think we appreciate him uh, enough. Like his vision on the ice oh. is amazing. His ability to set up plays. We saw that with Stamkos. I know it was on a power play, uh, but he's just really smart and really strong. And I, I, I don't think he's appreciated enough. Let me throw this at you. Kucherov is one of three players to ever score 30 plus points in consecutive seasons in the playoffs. The other two, Wayne Gretzky and Mario. Yeah, there you go. That's the company that he's keeping. And most playoff points since 213. Kucherov 125. Sidney Crosby 86. There this you guy go. is. You did on, some work last night. Oh, what, what do you think? I'm just sitting around at home on the couch uh, eating uh, dur- <laughs> chips. This is what happened. This is research. This mm-hmm. is the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, do we want to get to the poll question now? Oh, Ryan. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's do that. Because yesterday we had this big conversation about a comparable for Elias Pettersson. Uh, only on a three-year deal. I, I want to emphasize this. Uh, this is not about a deal for four, five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. This is for three years. If the Canucks signed Pettersson for three years, Barzell should be the comparison. Uh, your buddy Barzell. Local kid. What do you mean, my buddy well, you Barzell? Talk, you talk him up like you know he's a, he's a pal. He's a local guy. I, I get it. You like him, no, which is fine. Which yeah. is fine. Uh, Barzell makes uh, seven million per on a three-year deal. The other comparable that's being thrown around is Braden Point, six point seven five million. Yeah. Per cap hit. Well, how many years? Though? How many years? Three years. Three years. Okay. Now. Um, so our poll question is, yeah. with that in mind, do you have it in front of you there? Uh, yeah, right here. All ready to go. Okay. You want me to go? Uh, After yes. our Right now, who would you rather have on your roster, Canucks fans, uh, Patterson or Barzell? And rightfully so, 62% say Patterson, 389 votes, uh, 37 say Barzell. Okay. The Vancouver Canucks were so lucky to get Patterson at five. Hughes at seven. Their franchise building and, and blocks. the Islanders were lucky happy to get Barzell at Are sixteen. You me? After the get him at sixteen. After the Bruins said no at thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Okay, you're and, you're allowed to say in this market. No. You're allowed to say somebody on another team. Yeah, might be a better player than somebody on the Canucks. You're but allowed about, to say that. How about saying we are so lucky to get Pedersen and Hughes? Did you just I, say we? Just never mind. You know what I'm talking about. Except the fact that you got these two young studs, you drafted them. Hey, okay, well, everyone's complaining about Vertanen and you levy draft picks. Well, you finally got two studs to build your team around. Accept it. So, uh, so you're saying that if you had a choice between Barzell and Pedersen on your roster, you'd take Pedersen? Yeah. Okay. This is not, and, and again, I want to emphasize this. This is not, nobody's saying that, and, and certainly not myself, nobody's saying Elias Pedersen is a bad hockey player. 
I'm just saying that I, I like what I see from Matthew Barzell. I'd probably take him. Yeah. And it's not just because he's from here. Did you watch the playoffs? Yeah. Like, honestly. Okay. Like, did you tremendous. see Pedersen in the playoffs last year in the bubble in Edmonton? He did pretty good, Donnie. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he took the step from being a, a guy that gets points in the regular season to a guy that gets points in the playoffs, which is there's a lot of guys that get points in the regular season don't get points in the playoffs. Was he the he star, did do was that. He the story oh, for, for the crying No, no, was he the story for the Canucks in the playoffs last year? The story was Demko. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought the story was Demko, and he extended that series against Vegas. Okay. Hey, are we running out of time? I got a bit, a bit of a Canucks tidbit. Are we running out of time? Okay, we'll do that. We, well, we've got yeah. Dave coming up next. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll have an open segment. You can do that then. Okay, we'll, and we'll continue I got our, some, our discussion. Uh, I got some news on Brogan Rafferty. His p- potential, his future in Vancouver. What's happening? Is he going to be back? Okay. We'll do that. We'll do that two <laughs> segments uh, from now. In the meantime, he is the uh, television voice, play-by-play voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's also uh, a good friend of ours, sports page alum. All of that. Dave Randorf is going to join us uh, next to talk about uh, Game 1, what happened in Game 1 between Tampa Bay and Montreal. Dave is next. Dorf is next. Donnie and Dolly, the team. On check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business? We can help. And King of Floors, your vinyl, laminate, and engineered flooring superstore. Donnie and Dolly, a presentation of Able Auctions and King of Floors. Meanwhile, it is Tuesday, and all of our guests today are sponsored by Skipper Auto, including Dave Randorf. Supporting Canadian fishing families through a revolutionary seafood buying experience. We're talking about Skipper Auto and not Dave. Check them out online at skipperauto.com. Uh, you know, I'm looking on Dave Randorf's uh, Twitter account, and he just. Uh, great account. Well, he's just letting people know exactly where he lives. He's got the selfie oh. of himself by a by the pool. He's hawking something called Smack Apparel. How are you, Dave? <laughs> hey, I'm having a good time. What can I say, Don? I, I'm enjoying. I, I've turned into a Florida man. I, I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, it doesn't suck. You guys need to come down here to apparently cool off. Like, I hear it's like 40 degrees there. It, it's it, it's brutal. You say you're a Florida man. Are you living at Del Boca Vista by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any white pants yet. Yet. <laughs> and they're not hiked up to my, uh, you know, my yeah. chest. Uh, no, nothing nothing as bad as that. But, hey, listen, it's uh, I'm having a good time. This this run that the Lightning are on, it's been fun to be around. And, and uh, they're three wins away. So, yeah. I mean, to yeah. be – actually, I was thinking about it last night, guys. Um, I have not been to a Stanley Cup final since 1994. So, really? Right? There, there's been, yeah, there's been no cause for me to be there. You know, I'm not a you know an analyst or an insider, or I didn't host any of TSN's Cup coverage. And the last time I was at a Cup final was '94. I went to, if you remember, Don, I got to go to games yep. one and two in New York, mm-hmm. and then of course I went to game. You know, I think I went to one of the games at home, either game five or whatever it was. No, six. Sorry. Yeah. Six. And um, anyway, it was, uh, yeah, I've not been in a building since the Canucks Rangers Stanley Cup final. So it was a real, it was special, man. It was, it was very cool. And uh, it's when you get to this level, you know, I've been to lots of games now, we all have, but it's a different feel in the rink. Everything seems bigger. 
Mm-hmm. And it certainly felt that way last night. Yeah. Uh, so 5-1, the, the Lightning win. What was your takeaway? What stood out for you, Dave? Uh, I thought the Lightning really were on their game. I, I really do. And, I, and you know, take don't, I, I'm coming at you objectively, okay? Mm-hmm. So don't yep. get on yep. me here. Yep. Uh, I nope. really thought they took it to them. I thought they, uh, I thought they were very, very physical. I thought they, they, their top line had seven points, and that's been a big part of Montreal's story to this point. They've been able to shut down and erase your top offensive stars. And, you know, Kucherov with three points, points with three assists. Palat got in there as well. So, so that's a big check mark for the Lightning. I thought their power play, even though it only went one for three with a power play goal late in the game, I still think that their puck movement and they forced Carey. Let's let's face it, boys. Without Carey Price, that game mm. was eight-one last night. Uh, I thought their puck movement and control on the power play was very good, and they were lucky that uh, the Lightning didn't crank it up. I mean, this is a power play that that came into the last round over forty percent. The Islanders cooled them off quite a bit, but this was a big story because the Habs had not allowed a power play goal in two rounds. But uh, they got their mojo going, and and they've they've. You know, I'm sure the Canadians have taken notice. We cannot take penalties. Despite the success we've had, we can't take penalties. And I thought they leaned on Price. I thought Josh Anderson was excellent. I mean, he's been their best player for the Canadians. Uh, Gallagher tried to stir things up. But whenever they got close to Vasilevsky, um, you know, you saw what happened. The uh, Lightning pushed back. Blake Coleman with 11 hits by himself. Barkley Goodrow with seven. And you can call that inflated home stats if you if you want to. But he had at least a third of that, or two thirds of that. So mm-hmm. they were they were very aggressive, they were very balanced, and I thought they carried over their momentum from the last round. Hey Dave, you've been with this team uh, all season long. You hear the rumors about oh they're over the cap, they cheated, they did this with the Kucherov. Oh boy, are we going here again? Yeah, we are going here, Dave. Because <laughs> every every time I'm on a show, and in, in particularly in Vancouver, we we go back to this one. But go ahead, Dollywell, no problem. Let's Dave. Go. The commissioner came out and said we looked into it and we found nothing yeah. wrong. So I, I'm trying to understand if the commissioner said there's nothing wrong with it. Why does uh, the, the the feeling in hockey is they did cheat. What are your thoughts? Well, listen, I, I know how it looks. I'm well aware of the optics of it all. To have Nikita Kucherov, quote-unquote, unavailable for every regular season home game, and there he is with three points in game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs when he can play. I, I, I'm, You know, you don't have to draw me a picture or a roadmap. I, I understand the optics, and so do the Lightning. And all I know is what you know. I know that... A lot of national writers have spoken to Bill Daly prior to Gary Bettman's presser yesterday, and then Gary Bettman yesterday about, um, I don't know exactly what the checks and balances are, Rick, in terms of uh, medical reports and doctor you know, statements and all this kind of stuff to say that he wasn't available until this date. I don't know. All I know is that it, 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 it passed the smell test as far as the NHL was concerned. That's all I know. If there's a problem with it, if the rest of the league has a problem with it, other fans or other general managers, then it's the rule that needs to change. It's not like the Lightning need to be punished or anything like this. It, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes had some guys, or, or sorry, the, the um, Islanders had some guys on long-term injury reserve. So if Anders Lee was uh, suddenly available to play, which, you know, he wasn't, uh, he would have been able to as well. So it, it, it's the rule that's in place. The Lightning are not known as a kind of, uh, you know, uh, an envelope-pushing organization. They do things by the book. I know from top to bottom they do. And Julian Breesbaugh did as much. They did their homework, and it timed out 
obviously beautiful to them. This guy is going to lead the, the playoffs in scoring for a second consecutive year. First guy to do that since Lemieux. I mean, again, I get it. But if the commissioner and, and his right-hand man, Bill Daly, and whoever else is involved in the uh, review process says it, that it passes, then it passes. And, and that's, you know, to me, it's kind of a, a, a tired story at this point because a lot of national writers have been writing about it since round one. And, you know, here we are in the final, and obviously there's more writers available and, and taking another uh, a run at it. But to me, it's, it's uh, while I understand the frustration, it, it, the NHL put a big check mark on it. Yeah, and just the Luongo recapture, you can see why in Vancouver people get upset. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's, I, I understand. Oh, yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, uh, good Western Hockey League kid, Braden Point, uh, third-round pick. Boy, has he been uh, fun to watch, a phenomenal player. Uh, Dave, just watching him uh, night in, night out, talk about him. He uh, led the lighting this year in goals and points. First time he has led the team in either one of those categories in his career. And, you know, I remember years ago, Don will remember this because we used to, every once in a while, interview Tiger Williams for sports page. And I remember the word, this, this, this thing always stuck in my head. He said, David, consistency is a skill. It was Tiger who first told me that. And, and it's true. When you think about it, consistency is a skill. You know, yeah. along with skating and shooting and everything else, consistency is a skill. And I, I first heard that from Tiger Williams. And that's what I believe um, Braden Point brings to the table consistency he he's he's very uh responsible he's got character galore and it's been well documented now on lightning you know games if you ever watch one uh that he goes right to the ipad almost after every shift <laughs> he and kucherov both do that so he's looking to get better not not night in night out but shift in shift out and you know last night's a perfect example uh where he ends up with three assists against a team that has not been allowing any of the big offensive stars to get anything going and that might have something to do with the fact that they hadn't seen him all year. Who knows? But bottom line is he is driven to be good and accountable every single night. Um, a long time ago, I met uh, Al Murray when I used to do a lot of Hockey Canada stuff for uh, TSN. And Al was in charge of Hockey Canada stuff. And now he's the assistant GM here. He's a good Saskatchewan boy and just an encyclopedia. Hmm. And now that he's involved in the Lightning, he said their, their drafting policy is, is three main pillars. you got to be able to skate. You have to have hockey IQ, and you need to have character. And that describes Braden Points to a T. He's a great young guy. He's not even young anymore. He's, he's a character guy. We interview him a lot. He speaks well. Uh, he comes from Calgary, former captain of Moose Jaw. And, yeah, a lot of teams overlooked him because he was, quote, unquote, too small. And, and he is going to go down as one of the greatest. Uh, he's going to go down as one of the best players this franchise has ever had. And that's saying something. When you when you look at the stars they've had here in Tampa Bay, and there's no doubt that he's going to be uh, he's going to be one of the best along with Kucherov. You know, it's unbelievable is that I brought up that Tiger Williams story yeah, last, last week, week on this show. You did. I thought it was hard work that he said, but D D Dave, uh, whatever Tiger said, I just nodded and agreed. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If, yeah. if you say so, Tiger, always, you're right. Absolutely. I, I always. Yeah, I always remember when you or I or, or, or Paul Carson would come back in after interviewing Tiger for whatever we were doing, and we go, so how did that go? Yeah, I think it was, I believe, you know, maybe I might be misremembering, but yeah. I, I heard consistency. David, consistency is a yeah. skill. So. Hey, hard work and consistency, they both work. Um, what, what, one yeah. more, Dave. 
We've got a poll yeah. question going today uh, because Elias Pettersson is trying to get a new contract, and one of the comparables for him that's being thrown around is Matthew Barzell. How impressed were you with Matthew Barzell in the Islanders series against Tampa Bay? I know he got better as that series went on. That was a great series, by the way. I, I hope uh, you know fans up there took the time to catch some of those mm-hmm. games. There was one game that went sideways on New York, and they got uh, they got behind the eight ball early in the first period and ended up losing eight nothing. But you take that game out of the mix, and it was it was close all the way. I mean, that game seven, boy, that was a tense last five minutes with a nursing a one nothing lead. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. back to your question. I, I you know very impressed. You know, the BC boy is, uh, again, a guy who's driven, doesn't have as many offensive weapons around him to complement his game mm-hmm. yet. But here's a guy that, remember, he came into the league and he was lights out, won the Calder Trophy with, what, an 80-point season. And now he's his point totals have kind of gone down from there. He hasn't touched that, that, that range since because he's rounded his game out. He's got more of a 200-foot game. Is what you need to do uh, to really be a good player. And when they needed offense, I mean, Barzell was super dangerous in Game 6 and Game 7, in my opinion, with, with their season on the line. He showed up. He was there. He had one great chance at the end of Game 7 here at Emily Arena, and the puck just bounced on him. But I'm telling you, for a minute there, I was thinking, hey, this is in. This is in <laughs> because he's been money. And uh, he skates extremely well. He creates. And, again, he doesn't have Nikita Kucherov on his line. He doesn't have uh, Stammer or Sorelli on his line. He's got, he's got other guys that are good players, but make no mistake, he's the biggest and the closest thing they have to a star. The rest of them are all good players, and then there's Barzell. So uh, the Islanders are going to be no joke going forward, and they're going to lean on him uh, to be a big part of that. Dave, your consistency during this interview was outstanding. Tiger Williams would be <laughs> proud. Skill. Yeah, it, it's it is. It's a gift, is is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go enjoy my afternoon by the pool with my white pants and, uh, yes. and my South Beach shirt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, Dave. Dave. Yeah. It's between you, Steve Darling, and Davis Sanchez, most famous alumni it's, uh, from Siaquam. Yes. Who, well, who, um, I, I still keep touch with Davis. So Davis would definitely say it's him. Yeah, he Steve would, Darling's dead. Uh, Darling's dead last. It's between you and the Sanchez. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll leave that for the uh, yeah. the listeners to decide. That's yes. a good poll question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, Dave. Uh, say hello to Mr. Costanza down there. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no problem, boys. Thanks for having me on. Always good to talk to you. We'll guys. get you back. And, uh, we'll get you back. All my, uh, all my buddies. Uh, thanks for hello to all my buddies back home. We'll get you back on. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it, Dave Randorf. Siakum. Siakum. Yeah, uh, great high school. Uh, yeah, uh, the Siakum Seahawks. Seahawks. That's right? what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good football program there too. Got to be a little but, more original with that name. But I think. him, Davis Sanchez, who. Played in the NFL, CFL, yeah. great. Uh, came TSN, out of there. I love him on uh, TSN. Randorf came out, of there, and Darling, forget about him, but those two uh, big names. Well, D- Steve Darling is involved heavily in the Port Coquitlam community. He's yeah, involved in politics there. Yeah, he's a politician now. Yeah. I know, he texted me a few days ago. Uh, you had something to bring up for the well, next segment. Well, I just, uh, yeah. Some Canuck news, and we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. This is called a tease. Yeah. How long 
have you been in broadcasting? Uh, 32 years. This is called the tease. You've got some uh, Canuck news involving a Canuck prospect. We'll get to that next, okay? Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. All right, let's update uh, the poll question. It has to do with the discussion we had oh. uh, yesterday regarding comparables for Elias Pedersen, yeah. who's looking for his new contract. On a three-year deal. Uh, so here's the deal. Who would you rather have on the Vancouver roster, Pedersen or Barzell? Uh, 618 votes. Uh, rightfully so. Uh, 63% are saying Pedersen, and 36% are saying the kid uh, from Coquitlam who played at the Burnaby Winter Club. Our... Um, Old boss Rob Gray used to tell us the perfect poll question was fifty-fifty. You know why? Well, even sides, you've got a good discussion going. You don't want it to be. You don't want it to be one-sided. Do I have to tell you? You don't want it to be one-sided because it doesn't create a good discussion. Rob was my boss too. He uh, never told me that. He told you, so that's that's why. Which explains your career. <laughs> but. Uh, I, w- I thought this would be 50-50. I no. did. No. We're in Vancouver. Pedersen's a and local where is star. Barzell from? Yes. But Bar- Pedersen plays for Vancouver. There's thousands of people with uh, Pedersen jerseys. Do you see thousands in this lower mainland with Barzell jerseys? I've seen one. Yeah, thank you. End of conversation. Well, okay, but I, do you... Like, I'd like to think that everybody watching this show is really, really smart. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they are. Our viewers are the best. And so they could t- put their bias aside and go, Matthew Barzell, look what he did in the playoffs yeah. against a team that is, I would think is going to win the Stanley Cup. He was yeah. just incredible. Dave just told us. Dave Randall yeah. just told us. He got better and better as that series went on. So at the most crucial time of year with his yeah. team uh, having an opportunity to get to a Stanley Cup final, he was at his very best. So noticeable out there. Yeah. The way he carried the puck and drove play. Yeah. I'm 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 a little bit surprised, and again, I'm not saying Elias Pettersson is a bad hockey player. Yeah. I'm just saying I think Matthew Barzell is spectacular. I'd love to yeah. see him in a Canuck uniform. Uh, Ain't gonna happen. Here's something for you: Pettersson's gonna get better and better too. It's amazing what happens when you're elite and young, and you get better every summer. You get bigger, stronger, faster. Right. But you know what the point that you've made and 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 Dave made, you know, Matthew Barzell hasn't got a whole lot to work with. Uh, in Uniondale, I think he would love to have a Besser on his line, a Miller on his line, right? He's on a team right now, Donnie, that's gone to the Eastern Conference Final two years in a row. There's, there's about, a lot of good players on that team. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, you're, you're quiet today, Ryan. Like, yeah. what, what's going on? You're not... You were um, popping off about this yesterday. Yeah. I'm just time. letting you two talk. It's no. your debate that we posted the clip. It was your debate. My debate. No, your 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 oh. debate. You yeah. two. You you, you got two. your segment coming up. Yeah. You had some connect news. Okay, uh, and it's not about. Um, I don't want to joke about this, but bro, it's about broken Rafferty. Yes, right? it's about broken. Well, we should point out. I don't want to joke about this because we should point out that and you know where I'm going with this. Oh yes, and you can look it up, folks. Why though? Why do you got to bring it up? It's it, it's, it's not it's about irrelevant. the serial killer. Oh, Rogan Rafferty. <laughs> it's one of the w- most bizarre no. stories you know ever. I got a tidbit about the, the serial killer, Rogan Rafferty, not about the Rogan I mean, Rafferty. I, 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 the don't wanna, I don't want to joke about it, but it's just I, amazing that they have the same name. I understand that, but why are you picking <laughs> I don't know, because I, I read the story like a week ago. Okay, so let me clarify. This bit of news is about Brogan Rafferty, the Canucks, not the serial killer, Brogan Rafferty. Are you happy? Okay, we're not, we're not joking about this. We're not joking about this. Uh, Brogan Rafferty was signed by the Canucks in uh, 2019 out of uh, uh, Donnie Quinnipiac uh, University. 
Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah, yeah, Quinnipiac. There it is. Uh, he went to Siakam High School. <laughs> Hey, by the way, we just got a text. Davis Sanchez did not go to Siakam. Now I feel stupid. He went to North, North Delta. Delta. Okay, anyways, we'll deal with that later. Mistake. <laughs> Are uh, you kidding me? Yeah, I feel stupid That's right. Now. Yeah, but I thought he went to Siakam. Anyways. Same, same school as Mitch Berger, North Delta. Oh, North Delta. They, they, yeah. they produce a good football players out there. They do. Uh, really good, North Delta. Anyways, back to Brogan Rafferty. Well-researched question, <laughs> that one. Brogan Rafferty is a UFA. He's unrestricted. Uh I, I, as of right now, as of today, I can tell you the chances of him re-signing Vancouver, not good. Not good. Uh, I would be very surprised and shocked if he comes back. That's because? A, that's as of today. And and I can tell you that, hey, well, what do you mean, why? The guy played one game. Because you're talking game, about the, it? The, the guy played one game this year for the Canucks, mm-hmm. and then he got sent to Manitoba. Uh, 57 games in Utica last year. He was an all-star. Basically ignored by the Canucks uh, this season. Uh, you, what do you want when you're a young player, Donnie? Opportunity. Opportunity. Ice time. There's no opportunity here. And, and Rathbone uh, is ahead of him. Ulevi's ahead of him. Jet Wu's coming up. Yeah. I think they're looking at... He's a righty, Rafferty, right? R- yeah, right-handed yeah, player. Right? Yeah. Okay. I just think that as of today, as I would be very shocked, and he's got, he's, he's got the cards. He's a UFA, right? Mm-hmm. So... Where do you want to go, Don? When he signed in Vancouver, he had numerous teams after him. You know what the clincher was for him when he signed in Vancouver? Opportunity. No, it was a phone call from Jim Benning. Oh. And Jim, and, 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 and hey, come sign with the Canucks, and, and, and we're going to play, and you're going to have a promising future. So has, are you criticizing no, the Canucks I'm not, for this? Oh, I'm telling you, one of the reasons he signed in Vancouver was a good conversation with Jim. Numerous teams were after him. The Blackhawks were in him. Yeah. Didn't get the opportunity. So now he's got the hammer as a UFA. So why would you come back? Okay, the three NHL games that he played, did he blow you away? Did he? Did Doesn't he... matter. You sign these guys out of the NCAA because you see them with the ability to play. It didn't happen. So now he's got. Sometimes it, it doesn't work out. Okay, let me ask you this because you seem to be upset about this. Yeah, I'm not upset. I'm giving you facts. I'm no, not okay, upset. Okay, when about you it. looked at him versus Jack Rathbone, like when Rathbone made his debut last yeah. year, I look at that and I say. Wow, this kid's impressive. I really notice him out here. Yeah. He doesn't look afraid. He yep. doesn't look slow. Nothing uh, like that. I see potential there. I didn't feel that way with Broken Rafferty. Yeah. Teams can make mistakes. Players come and go. They look for opportunity, and sometimes when they don't get opportunity, they move on. I would say to you that as of today, I would be very surprised uh, if they have any desire to come back. There, there was some thought, given how, how well he did in Utica, that it, it was – he was on his way. Oh. He was going to have no problem with the NHL. 45 points you mentioned in 57 45 games. 45 points in 57 games, American League uh, All-Star. And that trading deadline that year, Donnie, a lot of teams were calling about him. Sure. And it just... But it, but that doesn't... like uh, People get upset when they see these American Hockey League stats. They go, yeah. you guys didn't give him a very... But you got to start somewhere. Chance. you, you got to dominate no, I, one league I, before you dominate another sh- league. Sure, I, I, I get that. But if that was the case, Reed Boucher would still be with the Canucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, if if that was the case, that if you have a good, great American League yeah. stats, um, you're you know well, you're on a basket to make it to in the, the NHL. NHL. It's a it's a big big step. And Reed Boucher is, uh, <laughs> as Ryan has a big gulp. Uh, Reed Boucher, what? No, he's just drinking away there. We can't drink. We're on the air. Listen, Reed Boucher. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> Reed Boucher is close to signing back in Russia for a second st- second season. <laughs> and you were talking about guys. Yeah. That, you know, he scored at the OHL yeah. level, scored at the American League level, came up to Vancouver, never got the opportunity. Jock Callender. 
another player. One of the all-time great. Uh, this goes way back. Yeah. All-time great American Hockey League players. He played uh, Pittsburgh. Well, was he Pittsburgh Peng- Penguins? Not a soul out there cares. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Yes, he did. Yeah, it was Penguins. Yeah. I remember him. I remember him. Big Ride the Twitter guy. Next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Time now for Big Rye, the Twitter guy, and we want to talk about something that is a little sensitive uh, just before we get into your segment. This will be part of the segment, but we've had audio stream difficulties yeah. the last couple of days, and we apologize They're fixed. Uh, They're for fixed. that. The, the demand for this show is so great that roof. our system has been overloaded. I understand there are four people watching <laughs> and listening to us right now, and our system can't handle it. Yeah. Ryan, maybe you could explain well, and usually there's a spike right around this time for uh, Big Brother Twitter. Oh, oh. apparently yeah. the audio yeah. stream is just fine <laughs> yeah. now yeah, well. that your segment has started. Big Brother Twitter guy brought to you by Arbutus RV. Whatever your adventure, we've got an RV fort. Visit ArbutusRV.ca. Uh, for those of you tuning in just now, flipping over from the Euro game, welcome to Donnie and Dolly. Spoiler alert. D- d- don't. What's don't, that? Uh, that's a long enough pause. That's a long enough pause. We're going to get a text into the Delaney's okay. Well, I've given people enough inbox. time. England okay, is, is up 2-0 on Germany after a goal. Oh, Second wow. goal by Harry Kane. So it looks like England is going to move past. Is that your attempt at an in, English accent? In the round of 16. Coming up later today is Sweden and the Ukraine at uh, noon. Well. Our time. Stop the world. Exactly. Yeah, You should be dialing that up. Uh, okay, lots what, happening. What, what are you are you knocking? The no, because you're Ukrainian. That's yeah. what I'm saying. My mother, Ukrainian, was Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Yeah. So you, we know who you're voting for. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Um, but you're not going to explain the auto st- audio stream to anybody? What, what do you want me to get into the technical facts of why it's yes, not working? Yes, <laughs> X equals Y yeah, over exactly. 100 squared. It's Whatever. fixed. It's sorted out. Hey. Let's get uh, there's a lot well, happening. We apologize for people who had some difficulties yeah. uh, but tuning into us. It's, it's resolved. It's that? resolved. It's resolved. Uh, last 24 hours, a lot happening, guys, including the last little bit here. Let's get to this. Uh, Eric Engels of Sportsnet reporting. Montreal Canadian Executive Vice President and Chief Commercial Officer. Uh, do you want to go with this? Margaret uh, Belanger? Belanger, yeah. Belanger. Uh, for, uh, Says they're in conversation. Are you having trouble with Belanger? Well, I, I didn't want to screw it up. Uh, uh, Jesse uh, who am I working with here? Jesse Belanger. There was a player in the NHL, remember? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Belanger's for a thousand. Hey, listen. So, uh, <laughs> I, hey, I fail grade eight French, but I know that. Margaret says they're in conversations with authorities to boost Bell Center attendance for the Stanley Cup final. They've requested fifty percent capacity. Wow. wow that's ten thousand five hundred. So huge. they maxed out at about thirty five hundred in the last round. So if they get ten thousand five, that's a pretty good number, of course, uh, in Montreal. We'll see what happens, where this goes. A lot of rumors over the last 24 hours that, that the, uh, the Canadians and the government had already come to a decision, mm-hmm. and the Habs put out a statement late last night saying, no, nothing has been nothing settled on. Uh, I'm having hard trouble um, uh, realizing that you had difficulty uh, with the word or the name Belanger. <laughs> but isn't there some news from the B.C. side of things? Well, I can uh, get to that here as well. Okay. Richard Zussman of Global reporting that uh, Bar- Dr. Bonnie Henry, today's going to be a big day in this province because step three is scheduled to it's happen. It's going down a degree. Step three is scheduled to happen on Canada Day. It sounds like we're going to get the details on step three today. Those details, according to Richard Zussman, include the possibility that outdoor events can have up to 5,000 people and indoor events 
can have 50% capacity or up to 50 people. Now, he clarified that tweet by saying the 50 person is a minimum. A venue with a 50-person capacity can have 50 people. Hmm. For a venue like BC Place with a capacity of 54,500, they may be able to have up to 27,250. We will get those details later today. So potentially big news for not only the BC Lions. Well, I mean, the BC Lions, the Lions first and foremost, because the Caps haven't confirmed they're coming home, right? Their deal in Utah ends at the end of July. They have but to they deal have, with the border, right. so teams visiting, all of that. The biggest team looking at this is the Lions, so that would be the news today. I am curious, though, because the next Phase 4 is supposed to happen in September the yep. 7th. Yep. I wonder if they mentioned Rogers Arena today. Yeah. Right? In this announcement, if, if that includes Rogers Arena mm-hmm. and, you know, concerts and... and how many details we get today? I'm not sure. Western but, Hockey League. Right, exactly. Victoria, Vancouver, how many allowed a games? That's going to be all yeah. all coming down. Uh, can I stop you right there for, for a second? 27,250 yeah. at, at, at BC Place. Are we talking with the sales or without the sales? Well, he's saying so the full capacity of BC Place Stadium is 54,500. That's the entire building, right? Yeah, so, so lower if you want 50% capacity of that. You would get to this twenty-seven thousand number. I'm assuming Neil McAvoy told us that the this is the, whatever they are, they're dealing with would be with the sales. Yeah. So then you're looking at like twelve thousand people, yes. thirteen thousand yeah. people. So lower you know, bowl, with, lower bowl would be ha- okay. I, I lower bowl and then half of the lower bowl. That's right? that's what I mean. Is what is what the sales the tarps of is what are, they would be applying for. Yeah, the lines and the caps would be so. And we've heard that they've done a whole bunch of mock-ups in BC Place and, you know, talking about distancing and all that. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, vaccine numbers going up. We're on track uh, for step three, which is fantastic news outside of the sporting world. It's just fantastic that we're at this point that we're getting to a step three of a restart plan. You know what I feel, uh, who I really feel bad for is any establishment this week, you know, and, you know, before uh, today's news, you know, uh, restrictions were loosened somewhat in the previous stage. And they've had to close because it's too hot. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just get things up and running. There's some light at the end of the tunnel. And along comes, you know, 40-degree weather. Uh, Let's get to something else very quickly because we got Craig Button coming up here. But it's happened in the last 24 hours. Yesterday, guys, Gary Bettman having his State of the Union press conference. He outlined that next season in the NHL is going to go back to a lot of a normal year event-wise, including all of these events coming up. That's a winter classic at Target Field in Minnesota between the Blues and the Wild. Hmm. The 2022 All-Star Game is happening in Vegas. Gee, wonder if there'll be a lot of players injured for that one. Uh, And the Predators will host a stadium series game versus the Lightning at Nissan Stadium. And uh, there will be a Heritage Classic game in March. So again, talking about BC Place, we would assume a Heritage Classic game in March in Canada, uh, probably a BC Place. I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> you, know, the, you know, you waited like for hours to, to uh, come Built up with it up. that, right, to, yeah. to, to, yeah. to say that, much like Rick did with his Davis Sanchez, Sanchez fact. Uh, Siakwam. The, the fact that he went to uh, Siakwam, <laughs> but the fact is he didn't. You, you got to uh, work on that. You know what um, it is too the, bad. Why, why do you think players are going to say no to it? Yeah. It's in Vegas. Yeah. The All-Star game. You didn't get my sarcasm there. I put even in the air quotes, injured. You know, these fake injuries that come across yeah. during yeah. the All-Star game? Ooh, yeah, no, yeah. I've got a boo-boo. I can't go. Yeah. Hey. Those won't be happening for Vegas. Buddy, yeah. you're 0 for 2. Yeah. 
You're 0 for 2. You know what's a shame uh, when it comes to the also, Heritage Classic? So go ahead. There's no m- big outdoor venues in Vancouver or Toronto. Like, Toronto's got BMO, because people are assuming, right, they're thinking, okay, first year of the ESPN deal, and there was news on that today, but we're running out of time. First year of the ESPN deal, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the Leafs and the Oilers for this Heritage Classic game, right? Matthews, McDavid, mm-hmm. a lot of hype, you can build that up. Okay, well, I guess it's Edmonton, right? Like, I guess it's Commonwealth, which is fine, but it's just too bad that there isn't a big stadium in Toronto where you could have this game at. Or in Vancouver, like you're ruling out two of your bigger markets what in Canada. Say, what did you say about BMO? It's, well, it's not big enough? It, I, like, I don't think it would be, right? It's, what, 30,000 maybe? I, I, might be, I might be generous have on that. Edmonton, have it in Winnipeg. The weather's appropriate. No, I know, but... Don't do what you did again, in though, BC you're, Place you're, again. That was You're awful. just going to keep repeating like Edmonton over and over and over and over? Because there's only so many outdoor... Again, Edmonton, Calgary, Calgary Winnipeg, that's it. Like Ottawa, Montreal, Ottawa, Ottawa you can Saskatchewan, Regina. Yeah, again, Saskatchewan. is Ottawa's TD Place or whatever there? Is that big enough? I don't, I don't know. And maybe they have to just go, hey, we got to go to a smaller venue. But Batman also talked about the Olympics, and it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for the Olympics. Yeah, and we'll see how that goes down because the players negotiated on good faith on yeah, this new but they CBA. never guaranteed it. They never guaranteed no, it. No, I know, but, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I understand the situation's not great for the NHL, but... There's COVID I issues, mean, insurance issues. Uh, it's no, happening across I, I, I know, the world. Well, uh, I, I, I think one of the big issues as well is marketing. Well, the, the, the IOC is ridiculous when it comes to its relationship you're with the NHL to do, in what the you're past not allowed to do. and what they're allowed to promote even after the fact. It's, how many times have we seen the golden goal? Yeah. What, four times? It's ridiculous that the NHL can't use that as well, a promotional vehicle in partnership with the International Olympic Committee. It's well, I think the NHL also doesn't see a huge bounce for their league when the game's yep. going to be facing off at 2.30 Pacific a.m. Yep. Right? Can I just – I know we're over time. I've said this a million times before. When it comes to going to the Olympics and the fact that maybe there's not a big uptick in revenue after the Olympics, that's not good. I get that. But going to the Olympics is a gift – to your best fans, your hardcore fans. They want to see that. Your very best customers Absolutely. W- want to see that. Yep. And I think that is good for business. Gary, if you're listening. I'll make sure to get that word over to him. Yeah. On the other side, TSN Director of Scouting, Craig Button, joins you guys to talk about everything NHL, Stanley Cup Final, all of it. TSN Scouting Director Craig Button next right here. Donnie Dolly, the team, on check. Donnie Adali, a presentation of Able Auctions and King of Floors. Meanwhile, it is Tuesday. And all of our guests today, including Craig Button, who's standing by, sponsored by Skipper Auto, supporting Canadian fishing families through our revolutionary seafood buying experience. Check them out online at skipperauto.com as we bring in TSN Scouting Director Craig Button. How are you, sir? I am good, Donnie. How are you doing? Hot enough for you? It is. (laughs) It is. What's it like where you are right now? Same. It's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, the uh, it's like thirty seven, thirty eight, and you know, feels like over forty. So, oh, yeah. and you, you know, I mean, I, I mean, the one thing is, is it, it's summer, and you know, it's not something that we're used to. But at the same time, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take this over minus forty. Ah, see, we had this conversation ah. yesterday, and and I'm more of a minus forty guy than I am a plus forty guy. Uh, but hey, are you in, are you in Calgary, Toronto, right now, Craig? Sorry. I'm in Calgary. Calgary. But, okay. but Donnie, I can go out 
and do things at plus 40. I can jump in a lake. I can sit by the pool or whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. I can go out in the morning. When it's minus 40, and I love the outdoors, mm-hmm. I can't go out. It's too mm-hmm. cold. Yes, but you can sleep, and that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Donnie, very, very strong point. <laughs> uh, Craig, before we get into last night's game, news coming down this morning. Looks like the Oilers and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who's from around these parts, are going to agree on a deal, eight years, $41 million. Does that make sense to you? Listen, uh, I thought that if Ryan Nugent Hopkins wanted to get more money, he was going to have to go to a team that uh, wasn't very good. And we've seen lots of examples of players, uh, you know, who, who warrant. You know, it's not about not warranting, you know, their ask of, of certain dollars, but players have to make a choice about where they want to be. And, and, and Ryan took the turn and, you know, for the Edmonton Oilers, $5.125 million over that term. Uh, you know, I, I get, I, I think for the Edmonton Oilers, they can look at this over the next four years and go, hey, this is pretty good at $5.125 million. You hope the revenues go up and, and that the salary cap can go up so that that five point But Ryan Nugent Hopkins at 32-33 is not going to be anywhere close to where he is now or next year or the year after. So, you know, I think term is really important. But I think for Ryan, he found that he found term and security. And for the Edmonton Oilers, they found uh, uh, the dollar value that works for them. But, uh, and you know, I think for, for Nugent, like, I wouldn't have gone eight years. I just right. wouldn't. Uh, I, I think it's a but, – but, but I like the dollar amount for the Edmonton Oilers, but I don't like the, the term. But, again, you know, eight years, uh, five years down the road is a long time. And I, I think for four years, it, it'll work out well for Ryan and for the Edmonton Oilers. As for the game last night, uh, Craig, game one of the Stanley Cup final, Lightning beat the Habs uh, 5-1. Any reason to think the Habs can't bounce back? No, there's no, I, I think that would be erroneous to take that position because the, the Montreal Canadiens have shown throughout these playoffs that faced with different challenges, uh, you know, right from the first round, that they've been able to find solutions and they've been able to find a, a strength in their play where they could get on the right side and, and, and win, not only series, but you've got to win games to do that. So I do. I, I, I think there's three things, Donnie, for me, that the Montreal Canadiens are, are faced with in this series that's going to be unique for them that they haven't faced in previous series. Number one, Point and Kucherov are, are, are dynamic, dominant players. And you saw last night what John Cooper did. He, he, didn't, he didn't pull the Sheldon Keith where he told Austin Matthews, you know what, I don't need to shelter you. I don't need to protect you. Go out there and play against Philip Deneau. Philip Deneau owned him. And Phil Tino owned Blake Wheeler, and he owned Mark Stone. A coach's job isn't to, isn't to, isn't to force his players to eat spinach and act like Popeye. It's, it's about saying, hey, what gives me and my team the best chance to take advantage of another team's weaknesses? John Cooper, you know, gave a real coaching lesson, not only to Sheldon Keith but to others. And so uh, we're, we're on the road and against uh, Kucherov and Point, I, I, that's a real challenge. Number two. Canadians four defensemen, they're going to have a real challenge uh, uh, defending against this Tampa Bay team because Tampa Bay goes to the net. They stop at the net. They engage at the net. They hunt pucks at the net. When you're playing outside the dots, it becomes a lot easier to conserve energy and it becomes a lot easier to defend. Montreal is going to have a real challenge in that regard. And then number three, they're going to have to find a way uh, to get scoring 
uh, out of the nose line if he's not matched up with point or out of the Kotkaniemi line. Because if they don't get scoring out of one of those two lines and, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are, are so deep in the roster, uh, they're going to they're gonna be really up against it. Because I don't like their chances of, uh, of being able to keep Tampa Bay to less than two goals. Uh, Craig, uh, Gary Bettman, State of the Union yesterday, sure doesn't sound like he uh, wants uh, to go to the Olympics next year. W- what are your thoughts, uh, Craig, on uh, sending NHL players to the Olympics? Uh, are you pro or con? Well, I'm pro. I am pro, Rick. And l- l- let me just say this about Gary and, and, and the league. The league and the NHL Players Association have agreed that they want Olympic participation. But they're not going to do it on the IOC's terms, and nor should they. And I was at the 2018 Olympics, and it's great where people can go and participate in the Olympics. When you have five cycles of best on best, and then you come back with the 2018 Olympics that you, that you saw, it, it, it's not best on best. It's like, it's, do you want to go to Wimbledon and not see the best players? you want to see the second-tier players? No, you don't. And it's the same thing with the Olympics. So despite the fact that the NHL and the NHLPA have agreed to go to the Olympics, the IOC needs to step up. And in, 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 a, in a cycle, the last 16 months or so, it'll be over two, just about two years, when, like revenues. And, and so Gary's position to me is, hey, listen, we want to go. We know the players want to go, and we're going. But we're not just going to go. We're not just going to say, look at us. We're revenues and a chance to, uh, you know, have a stake in the Olympics is significant for the NHL and for the players. And I think that that's really important to emphasize. So really the way I look at it is uh, – I think, and I'm not going to say it, I think the IOC called the, uh, uh, the NHL's bluff in 2018, and the IOC is the one that hurt. And if they want to go down the same path again, they're going to be hurting again. Hey, Craig, I specifically remember uh, asking you about Brogan Rafferty when he was lighting it up in the American Hockey League. He, had, uh, he made the All-Star game and everything was good. He's a UFA right now, Craig, and it doesn't, from what I'm hearing today, it doesn't sound like he wants to resign in Vancouver. Talk about that. He, did, he never got an opportunity. He only played one game in Vancouver. It's a, such a fine line, Craig, to, to dominate the American League but not get that chance at the uh, NHL level. It, and, and, Rick, uh, I, I think you, right there is, is where it comes. So you see a player, and he clearly dominated. He was, a, he was a top player in the American Hockey League. And I think the question has to be to the Vancouver Canucks, why were you reluctant to give him an opportunity? Why? Why were you reluctant to give him an opportunity? And I, I, I don't know what Brogan is thinking about, but I have to believe that he's saying, wait a second here. I came in, I signed. I would, and make no mistake, when he was a college free agent, they, 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 they promised opportunity. Yes. When he goes and he, and he works and he plays well and then he doesn't get it, why would he want to come back? Yeah. Why would he want to come back? So to me, that's a question for the Vancouver Canucks. And I'm going to go back to what the great... Sam Pollock used to say about players in your own organization. He said, you, you bring players in, you have to, if, if they've shown that they can meet the challenges of the next level, you have to give them opportunity and you have to test them at that level before you can be definitive about what they are or what they aren't. The Vancouver Canucks failed in this regard. Craig, before we let you go, uh, would you consider, and, and this is going around Vancouver these days, would you consider Matthew Barzell uh, fair comparable for Elias Pettersson when it comes to contract negotiations? Yeah, if I was Lou Lamarillo, I would, uh, not Lou Lamarillo, fair. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think Pettersson's a better player than Barzell. 
Okay. That's where I would be. Thank really, you. Greg. Okay. Pardon Thank me? you, Greg. Thank you, Craig. Rick and that. I disagree <laughs> on this. And, and that would hey, be listen. on a uh, – Craig, let's emphasize, it would be on a three-year deal, it, not on yeah, a five yeah. or six or seven. Well, yeah. well can you yeah. elaborate on that, uh, Craig? Why do you feel he's a better player? I'll, I'll tell you why. I think that Matthew Barzell has moments of brilliance, but is not a brilliant player. I think Pedersen is a brilliant player. I think he's able to do way more in the game. If I had to describe it in this way, I would say that Matthew Barzell sees the game in 2D. Elias Pedersen sees it in 3D. Great players need to see it in 3D. That doesn't mean Matt Barzell doesn't have his moments of brilliance, it doesn't, but I never think he'll be a brilliant player. Craig, this is your last time visiting <laughs> us, and I just want to say it's been a pleasure, and uh, all the best in the future. <laughs> Thanks for this, Craig. <laughs> hey, Craig, can we get your thoughts on Jet Wu? No, the, just kidding. The, these guys, these guys are going to use these guys are going to use that clip that from clip. now until the end of time. Craig, that clip is being clipped. We're going to clip it. <laughs> well, like, I think the thing you know about me is I'm not just sitting there no, to try to, to 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 try to throw fuel on a fire. That's what I think. And, and guess what? I think the Islanders see what Matt Barzell is. It's not so much, you, you know, but I think there's all this talk about he, how brilliant he is. And, yes, he has those moments. But, but I don't see a brilliant player. I see a player that gets tied into too much of a, of, of a narrow view of the game. And I think that if he didn't have that, he would be brilliant. I think Pedersen absolutely has that, a quality that Barzell lacks. Okay, you've made your point, Craig. We get the idea. <laughs> love it. Love it. Driving it home. Love it. Love it. Okay. Thanks, Craig. Okay, I'm going to sleep well tonight, yeah, we, no, we, So am we, I. Yeah, good, so good. Am I. Yeah, good luck in 40 degrees. We will talk to you next week. Okay, thanks. Okay. Thanks, Craig. End of conversation. Don't bring it up ever again. Huh. Okay. Well, what does Craig know about hockey? Uh, he's just a uh, former GM, uh, head of scouting for TSN, but that's all. Okay, more Donnie and Deli coming up, uh, DTMZ in a couple of segments, uh, along with Is It Just Me? A reminder, you can text us into the Delaney's OK Tire and Langley inbox at 604-294-94. Again, Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. And King of Floors, your vinyl, laminate, and engineered flooring superstore. Donnie Adeli, uh, the team. Um, you want to revisit the poll question here? Uh, you want to do that? Sure, sure. We could do that. that. Despite my loss in the last segment, oh, I'm okay. Boy, with you that. took an L with a capital L with a black felt. There's so many people into the, and we'll get to the poll we'll question in a second. That. So many people in the Delaney's OK Tyron yeah. Langley inbox mentioning that I took a big L there, as you just mentioned. A- and then there's this. Um, we were talking about the uh, Heritage Classic. Uh, somebody wondering if, if I'm going to this year's hairless classic. <laughs> yes. This has not been a good day for me. Is Donnie going to this year's hairless classic? Where would that be? The uh, hairless classic. <laughs> I have no, no idea. Yeah. I should. I should look into it. Are we doing the poll question? That's what I said. Let's <laughs> okay. do that. So we're not we're not going to do a segment on the hairless so classic. So for some reason, out of the blue, Donnie thinks uh, Barzell's better than Pedersen. Uh, would you rather have on your roster Pedersen or Barzell? 817 votes. 65% say Pedersen. Uh, 34% say uh, 
uh, the kid from Coquitlam, uh, former Burnaby Winter Club. The Hairless Classic would probably be in some dome. Uh, right? It would not be sponsored by Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, dome. You, you, yeah, I, I get it. I are, get it. Are, are you with me there? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, you're getting it on the uh, Delaney's OK Tire and Langley inbox. You know what? I, I, the thing is, here's the thing. When I asked Craig that question, like, who would you take, Barzell or Pat? He didn't hesitate. No. And I've been going off for a couple of days with Barzell. Yeah, and Barzell. He, the statement was, Craig's quote was something to the effect of, um, Matthew Barzell is a good hockey player who has brilliant moments, but he's not a brilliant hockey player. Elias Pettersson is more of a brilliant player. Yeah. And, you know, Craig has been, like, with us when we go back to the old show for a long time. Yeah. This is the first time I can remember him being wrong. Oh, I remember right? on the uh, old show, <laughs> Craig tells it like it is. He, he does not care. He was ripping. Remember when Jet Wu didn't make yeah. the uh, Canadian he said he didn't national make junior team? <laughs> he said he didn't make it. Pe- not good enough. He's not good enough. Yeah. Can't skate the whole nine yards. He tells it like it is. He's not a big Jet Wu fan, but I'm going to say this about Jet Wu. What? He had a good year in Utica this year. What? No, I was just waiting for you to defend Jet Wu. I knew that. No, I knew I'm where not this was going. Jet you Wu. are. I'm telling you, are. you, he had a good year in Utica. Well, no, I, I think the second coming of Bobby Orr is Brogan Rafferty. And to you. Jet Wu's going to be in Abbas for 45 minutes away. Anyways, uh, no, but you, you you wanted to say something about you're really upset about this Brogan Rafferty I'm not situation. upset about it. I'm giving you, and as uh, uh, Button said, Todd said just or Craig, Craig just said. <laughs> Todd's his brother. Todd's his brother. He's the Todd Button. Why am I thinking Todd? Anyways, Craig Button. (laughs) Craig Button. Is Todd Diamond texting you? (laughs) Is that what it is? There's a guy in our inbox that always texts us, and at the bottom it says Todd Diamond. Anyways, maybe I was thinking of Todd Diamond. Is there a Todd Button? Are you just making that up? No, there is a Todd. It's his brother. He's the director of player. Google it. Todd Button. It's his brother. There better be. It's his brother in Calgary. Google it. I saw him at the Hairless Classic. <laughs> in Calgary. Okay, listen. Uh, I I want to read this. Yeah, text. I've got him as the director of amateur yeah, scouting. So, so what is it? With the Calgary Flames. Is it Todd? Yeah. Todd, thank you. Thank you. See, you know what? You guys are quick to jump on me, uh, laugh at my mistakes. But and it was Todd Button, been, his he's brother. Been with the Flames organization. For Since many years. 97, 98. Yes, yes. Of course, Craig's former Well, uh, Craig GM. was in Calgary, too, before he went to Dallas. This is the first time I've heard of him. Yeah, no, no. That's, I've pretty, known. that's a heck of a run. Yeah. Well, Craig's dad, Jack, was an Jack NHL was, executive. Yeah, it's a great hockey yeah. family, and, and Todd's been in Calgary for years, so you two can apologize anytime you want. Well, no, you're the one who called Craig Todd, <laughs> so you're the one but who asked But you guys laughed at me, but it's his brother. Anyways, okay. can I get to this in the Delaney's no. OK Tyron Langley inbox? Because this is a really good text. Is it just me, or is word going to spread? Is it I, just me coming up? I know, it, can I just read it? Okay. Is it just me, or is word going to get out that broken promise to Rafferty, making it harder for the Canucks to sign uh, UFA college players? When they signed him two years ago, the promise mm. was, you sign in Vancouver, we're going to play, you know, we'll give you an opportunity. The Canucks were 29th in the NHL. Oh. Okay, hold it. He goes to Utica, as, 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 as Craig just said. Went to Utica, did his part, got no opportunity. And now he's a UFA, and the chances, I'm telling you today, are not good of Rafferty re-signing in Vancouver. You can say big deal, you make it but sound that's like a good point. You, you, you talked to Todd Button or anybody involved <laughs> in NHL hockey. 
You make it sound like this is the first time this has happened. Yeah, join our organization. Yeah. We'll give you an opportunity, and it doesn't work out. It doesn't out. work out. That's, I think it's the majority of players. But I would say that Rafferty would say you're playing. Uh, of course you would. Rafferty would say you're playing Chatfield above me. Okay. Uh, Breezebois above me. Sautner above me. And I was the high prize college signing two years ago. Un- uh, understood. But it's not like this is the first time this has happened. No, it's every team's got. One thing about hockey, what they tell you today is not happening. Six weeks, things can change. two months, things change. Well, this just in, teams sign other players, yeah, and sometimes those other players, uh, they'll, they'll sign them behind you. Sometimes those other players outperform you yeah. in the opinion of the organization. But yeah. organizations, Lord hey, knows we know this in Vancouver, Donnie, do make mistakes. Donnie, and you, and you know this because your kid's going through the ranks. Uh, BC Hockey League teams will commit to a player in the spring. Mm-hmm. That same player could get cut at of training course. camp. Of course. What, of course. What hockey people tell you one day is not happening the next day. DTMC is next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. It's 11.31 on a Tuesday morning on Check TV. You are watching Donnie and Dolly. Now time for the world-famous DTMZ. Brought to you by the world-famous uh, Whistler Golf Course. Uh, great track. Great track. And uh, by the, the hats, way, you got the hats to prove that. And I got the shirt, the, the, the Whistler golf shirt. Al, Al sent it. You guys don't wear yours. I wear mine. This is the Whistler golf shirt. A good Al, guy. Uh, from Al's. Al Rasmussen. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't say that. He's, uh, I don't want to piss him off. He's a good guy. You already have. Al Chris Manson. Yeah, Chris Manson. DTMZ brought to you, as Rick just said, by the Arnold Palmer Design Whistler Golf Club, now welcoming golfers from throughout the province to enjoy the fabulous playing conditions. There's nothing like it. Oh. You ever golf this course? I mean, it's just amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Scenery and service are one of BC's favorite courses. Book online now at whistlergolf.com. Friday night. We're going back to last Friday. Last Friday. If you, if you don't mind. Sure. Alex Trebek won a posthumous daytime Emmy as game show host and Jeopardy earned top game show honors. I don't know what the competition would be uh, out there. but um, Legend. Uh, Trebek's Wouldn't Wheel son- of Fortune be in there? Yeah, I guess so. Say yeah. Jack? Trebek's son and daughter, Matt and Emily, accepted the trophy from behind the host's podium on the quiz show set. It was Trebek's third straight victory and sixth overall in the category. He was nominated a record 32 times during his 37-year tenure on Jeopardy. They still haven't picked a full-time host. So I'm Not watching, yet. I'm Not watching yet. Jeopardy the other day, and they're showing just the board for several yeah. moments. And, you know, you, you hear the host talking, and it's still Alex Trebek. Yeah. They're still showing old shows. The, well, See, I figured that out. It would be an old show. They they announced a new slate of hosts, but I don't know if they've put that that into effect yet. I'm trying to remember some of the names. Well, Ken I saw. Jennings, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they've done it. They've yeah. done it. But there's a new uh, there's a new bunch of uh, guest hosts that are coming aboard, and of course you can see Jeopardy on check on check. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. We got time for uh, one more. Maybe let's get to birthdays. For once, not rush things. Yeah, whatever you want. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah uh, coming up on the 28th. Oh, started this week. Dr. Sanjay Gupta is hosting. Then George oh, Stephanopoulos. Okay. All right. Then Robin Roberts. And then LeVar Burton. And that rounds out July. So there you go. Todd Button is in there as well. Todd Button is <laughs> in there as well. If you look closely, you'll, yeah, you'll notice. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe Buck is coming up as well. Any, anybody else? A little <laughs> sports theme for you there. I'm a fan of Joe Buck. I'm not a huge fan. I didn't really enjoy Ken Jennings when he did it. 
He's not a good host. I love when he comes back. They do like a celebrity series. Well, that's or something. not his. That's not his. I know. No, that's broadcaster. Fine. Joe Buck is a broadcaster. Absolutely. And believe it or not, it's 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 a difficult job. Um, some more difficult than others. Apparently. <laughs> oh, how about this? Delaney's okay. Tyron laying the inbox. I'm going to the Whistler Golf Club Thursday. Can't wait to get my clown hat. That's from Tambier. Uh, listen again. So he's taking a shot at Dolly because of the great track. Oh, track. boy. He's still going to buy one of the hats. Every he's day buy one of the hats. in our pre-show meeting, I say, don't read the idiot's text. You guys read it. Like, why? Anyways. He's a loyal customer. To, can we get to, oh, by the way, we uh, get to birthdays, and I'll get this in at the end. We, we have a Is it about Brogan Rafferty? No, it's not about. <laughs> it's, it's about Todd Diamond. No, just kidding. Go. But no, this, is it about in the the world of entertainment? No, we we have a big fan from Toronto. He watches us every day. Can I get this in? Sure. I love your show. Uh, you guys are the best. BC, ba- I, he lives in Toronto, uh, yeah. unfortunately. But anyways, it's my birthday today. Mm-hmm. Would love a shout out. It's uh, Ali uh, Khan. Uh, Ken. <laughs> Ali Khan. Uh, sorry, Ali Khan. No, you're getting the name wrong. It's Todd Button. Read read the. <laughs> You know, you got it. Anyways, can I get this in? Anyways, a happy birthday to you, uh, Ali Khan. So I wanted to get that in. <laughs> okay. Well, it's our birthday segment, And he's too. a Toronto native. He's in Vancouver. He loves the show. He listens every day. He drives home from the hospital, listens every day. Perfect. He works at the hospital, right? In Toronto. Yeah. Okay. But he's in Vancouver right now. Todd Budden. Happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's go. June 29th, we have seven birthdays. The line is set at five by Soiled Phil's Garden Supplies and Casino. <laughs> In Yarrington, Nevada, soiled fill. Rock and roll? Yep. Go. Former NHL player, player agent, and GM. Crank that music. In 1983, the Minnesota North Stars made him the first American to be a number one overall NHL draft. Brian Bellows. No. Brian Bellows is Lawton, 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 Lawton. Brian Lawton. Yes. Todd Lawton. Drafted in the eighth (laughs) round. Drafted in the eighth round by Calgary in 87. This 5'6 winger went uh, on to collect ex-Canuck center who set NHL records, playing on 12 different teams and being traded nine times. Uh, the Brent Ashton. No. His son Cole will be a high draft pick. Sillinger. Mike Sillinger. There you go. He wore the number two for the Raptors during their NBA title season of 2018-2019. Kawhi Leonard. Actor who played Buddy Holly in the Buddy Holly story. Uh, Lou Diamond. No. Uh, no. Yeah. That's La Bamba. La, ba- <laughs> La Bamba. Okay, that was Lou Diamond Phillips. Also starred in Under Siege and uh, with Steven Seagal. No? no. Play- he, plays a, play- he plays a great bad guy. He was in Entourage. Stand-up comedian. We'll get back to that later. Stand-up comedian who claims to have coined the phrase the blank from hell. The mother-in-law from hell. The job from hell. Plays himself in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Richard Lewis? Yes. Former St. Louis Cardinals offensive lineman who spent 12 years as the color analyst on Monday Night Football. Right there. Initials DD. The the older people out there are screaming at their television sets. Trust me. Okay. That's it. Dan Deardorff. Oh, Dan Deardorff. Yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) Richard Lewis, you you got the Gary Busey. Gary Busey, Uh, the... uh, Oh, Gary Busey. Nominated for an Academy Award for... The job he did in the Buddy Holly story. He's an entourage, and he had the issue with the motorcycle helmet not wearing one. Do you remember this at, at all? Vaguely. I only yeah, watched it series. Under Siege yeah. is a good movie. It was St- yeah, it was Steven good. Seagal. It was yeah. Remember Steven them Skull eating the good. roast beef? Do you remember that? <laughs> no. no. Never seen it. Yeah. What have you seen? Nothing. Like, Nothing. honest to Fast God. Fast 9. Okay. 
I'm ahead of the F9. curve there. You, none of you have seen that. And How about that? I, I haven't seen any of those movies, so you're I way know, ahead of well, me there. You should watch. But we just, watched Kelsey and I watched the first one last night. Man, is it a bad movie? <laughs> like and early two thousands, it? it's because it, it the acting and the just all well, of it is. Nine movies later, <laughs> something's going right. A lot of cash. Uh, you got Mike Sillinger. Uh, Mike Brent Sillinger. Ashton, also another former Canuck, well, traded several times. Well, that's why I said uh, Brent Ashton. And Brian Lawton. Brian Lawton. I always remember Brian Lawton, who's a really nice guy. Met him at Sports Night. We, we worked together for oh, a short right, period of time. because he was at Sports Night for a while. Uh, he, I remember he gets drafted, and um, this was in 1983, and he admits this, made a mistake of wearing the number 98, much like Mikhail Sergachev for the Tampa Bay Lightning, but he wore the number 98 because, the, I don't know if this was his parents or his agent, the thought was, I'm almost as good as Gretzky. Yeah. 98, one below. Well, he went first overall. He represented a Canuck. And who would that be? R.J. Umberger. (laughs) Infamously. Yeah. Was that first round pick? First round pick, the Canucks traded away. And and traded away. He wasn't getting nice. He wanted to trade. And it was Lawton that orchestrated that trade. Why why did you scoff at that, Ryan? Yeah. (laughs) Why? I I just, like, why? R.J. Umberger is pretty significant. The the things that he doesn't remember on this show, R.J. Umberger's agent right there. I remember dealing with uh, Brian Lawton hey, on R.J. Umberger. That's fine. Yeah. Anyways. You good? You know who we got to get on the show? Brian Lawton. Todd. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> we well, should get Todd and Craig on the phone at the same time. Mm. Um, we should have. We, at, at the <laughs> other show, as I bring it up again, we had the All Paul show. Yeah. Is it possible we could have an all Todd show? That's it. Todd, Todd Diamond, Diamond, Todd, Todd Button, Button, Todd Bertuzzi. Todd Bertuzzi. I went to school with a gentleman by the name of Todd Burgess. Let me get him on. Thank you for that. Or not. Or not, yeah. Or we get uh, David Sanchez on get, from Seattle. Hold on. I'll bring you out. Ann Wilson turned 71 on June 19th. Singer-songwriter for the Seattle-slash-Vancouver band. It's going to play us out from May 1977. And the album Little Queen, this is Heart and Barracuda. On check, you're home for fish-related rock on a BC Tuesday morning. Donnie and Dolly, the team. All right, time for Is It Just Me? You can text us into the Delaney's OK Tire and Langley uh, inbox at 604-294-94. Is It Just Me? Brought to you by Parker Marine. Make your boating experience the best it can be. For more information, visit parkermarine.ca. That's where you want to be on a boat on a day like today, a boat bought at Parker Marine. We should mention Delaney's OK Tire also supplying our old man or sponsoring our old Old man man cane. I actually supplied it. I picked this up Very at nice. a. Uh, that was in a, your basement. You brought at a garage it. sale. You were cleaning out the basement. And you, you I found saw it. this cane. And I said, "I have to have it." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. There's a story there, but things, we won't, uh, won't get into it. <clears throat> things that amuse you. It's uh, everyone's got different things that amuse them. Yeah. Can I go? Yeah. Is it just me? But between Craig Button, Todd Button, Todd Diamond, and Lou Diamond Phillips, I don't know <laughs> what to call anyone anymore. <laughs> Todd and Victoria. Yeah. You thought that. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips uh, was, the, Diamond uh, was Phillips a star in, of the uh, Gary Busey hey, story. He was yeah. great. In or the, pardon me, the Buddy Holly story. Lou Diamond Phillips was great in, in La Bamba. Yeah. But he was great in Young Guns, too. That was a great cast. 
The, the, mm-hmm. the country western. Yeah, I remember that. He was excellent. Uh, is it just me, Jeeves from Surrey? But Dolly looks like he's going to work an afternoon shift at Ikea after <laughs> the show. Hey, this is uh, my uh, Whistler Golf. Uh, it's Whistler. Can you see it? Can you zone in on that? Anyways, it's a Whistler Golf shirt. That's why I'm wearing it. And you should wear your Whistler uh, Golf. We all got Whistler Golf shirts. You're not wearing yours. I, I don't uh, Al's wear gonna get mad at you. Well. Al's going to get mad at you. He, Al, Al he's not going to get mad at me. We talk about his uh, establishment a, a lot. All the time. All the time. But you do look like somebody working at Ikea. <laughs> I've been at Ikea for a long time. Yeah, the one uh, right by Night Street Bridge, or it's a big one. Well, uh, Coquitlam, too. Yeah. They're not sponsoring anything, so let's move on from Ikea. We, we, we got a lot of these quickly. I got to get it in, but is it just me or the hairless classic <laughs> will be at Mount Baldy? Yeah. That's Craig from Cloverdale. I but think many Ma- others. Yeah. Where is Mount Baldy? I think Mount Baldy is Oliver Soyuz, that area. Oh, era. that over there. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that's where the. But it is Mount Baldy. Yeah, but somebody. Texted in because you're you lack a hair that you would be at the hairless. Listen, classic. you're not that far, but you're hey, getting there. Okay, you buddy, keep using all I that. I got no gel. hair issues. Uh, the gel, it's hard. You know, it's. I've good. got no hair issues either. <laughs> <laughs> I've got none. All right, go. Um, Don and Sycamore. By the way, did you hear uh, the announcement yesterday of the players before the game? Right, player yeah. introduction, yeah. starting yeah. lineup, game one. What did the announcers say for Shea Weber? Shea Weber from. Sycamore or something? He, he got it wrong. They, he, he should, yeah, Sycamore. But he, no, but he got the name wrong. The yeah, yeah, he yeah, said I, it I wrong, thought, yeah. what's he going to say for Shea Weber? And he, he didn't get it right. They, other than that, they did a very good job in, in, in Tampa Bay. Uh, Don and Sycamore, is it just me? With today's poll question, either choice isn't wrong. Surprisingly, Don's point is correct on Barzell. So is Rick's on Pedersen. But the tiebreaker today was who? Jet Wu. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who's the uh, who's the tiebreaker? Uh, oh, t- uh, is Patterson uh, available? Uh, Craig uh, Petter- uh, uh, Craig Button was. Craig, <laughs> Craig Button was. <laughs> I was going to call him Craig Patterson. Hey, listen. No, Craig Button, big fan of Patterson. He'd take Patterson over Barzell. A lot of people have made this point to me. Uh, we haven't had anybody uh, text in about this, but they talk about Patterson. When you go to games live, you really notice this, how well he back checks. Oh, he cares about all three zones. Yeah. He, I'll give you just, that. Uh, listen, uh, uh, just believe me on that one. Well, I'll, uh, I'll believe Craig Button and Todd is, Button. Is it just me or has Dolly not driven out to Abbotsford lately? What is with his only 45 minutes from Vancouver to Abbotsford? Uh, not happening, buddy. From a former Robson to Abbotsford commuter, love the show from Marshall and Vaughn, the Valley guys, Oh, and definitely the Abbotsford aviators. When I say that uh, Vancouver uh, to Abbotsford is 45 minutes, it could be from where you're living. Yeah, it could be from the kind of Langley or in the Surrey, South Surrey uh, Delta area. Well, that's I'm not, not Vancouver, saying downtown then. Vancouver, but I'm just saying I've always traditionally thought from New West to Abbotsford is 45 minutes. That's why. Yeah, I, I still tend to think like it's 1970, like you can get to Abbotsford quickly. Yeah, from downtown. Maybe in Vancouver. 1970 you could. Not yeah. now. Yeah, the traffic. Patterns have changed. People have more people oh, live out more there. People, there's more cars, less lanes. Mm-hmm. They need uh, eight lanes, like in California. You know, I eight know. lanes going both ways. I know the Americans don't mess around. You know, built it, and they will come. Uh, D what? <laughs> DT Pete here. Is it just me? The running score is Donnie one thousand, Dolly two. But what a two for Dolly. Yeah, exactly. and I think he's referring to the Barzell uh, Pedersen argument. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like, it looks like you're destroying me there. Look at the poll question results. Okay, there's that. <laughs> Look at what Craig Button had to say. Yeah, Craig Button, uh, uh, he shot you down. And the thing is he that shot I, you put, down. I, t- I, I don't mean this to rip into our great uh, viewers and listeners. Yeah. Okay, but the majority of them are from B.C., so I get that with Pedersen. But when Craig Button, unbiased, says that he takes Pedersen, no question, over Barzell, and he, I'm listening then. And he said it wasn't even close. Not close. What do you got? You're laughing away over there. You must have something. Uh, can I get this in from uh, Steve, our buddy in Abbotsford? Yes. It, it, we haven't touched on this because it just the Canucks just uh, made this official. Mm. I don't know if you've checked your uh, uh, email. The Canucks uh, AHL affiliate is coming to Abbotsford. We are excited to welcome them. The five-year agreement has options to renew and provide uh, for a partnership for up to 20 years. What? <laughs> That's oh, it's oh, not, not uh, brand what? new, is it? I honestly, like... Oh, hold it. The Canucks just released this. Yeah, I'm no, reading we've it. We've been talking about it for, like, what, a month and a half? Yeah, hold it a second. It wasn't official. It's official today. They oh, just wow. sent out wow. the press release. I really thought it was in jeopardy there for a while. Your buddy Jeff Patterson retweeted on top of the tweet by the Canucks. Let's, let's take 45 minutes, drive out there, <laughs> and get the official word, okay? That's our buddy Steven. Uh, but everybody knew that was coming. Um, okay, then if everybody knew, why did the Canucks just release it? They sent out a press release saying it's official. Okay. The one interesting thing in that press release, though, yeah. they did mention they've taken thousands of deposits. People, I, I believe well, the, the $25 deposits, if I'm not Ryan, mistaken. Yeah. I told Easy you three to weeks ago they were at 3000 Maybe they're at 4000 now. So it's not a big story. Anyway... <laughs> It's, I, it's not a big story, and you're referencing a story. No, that's, that's now season ticket. I told you it was at 3000 And uh, Abbas, uh, Fraser Valley, Fraser Valley <laughs> Cattlemen... It's no, you had a good one yesterday. A cattleman, a herd, no, the herd. <laughs> yeah, the Abbotsford herd. That's too Fraser many herds. Valley herd. I got one yesterday. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I had. I heard it takes name. forty-five minutes to, to drive to Abbotsford. Herd. I got I got Abbotsford herd yesterday. Uh, Fraser Valley cattleman last week. I like those things. The herd is terrible. Why? The herd. Yeah, it's I don't mind herd. it. What's uh, wrong with the Marshall, herd? Marshall University, great name, the Marshall Thundering Herd. Oh, really? The See, Abbotsford that's Thundering Herd. Oh, oh, the Thundering Herd's okay, but not the herd. <laughs> You're getting excited there. No, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll wrap anyways. up the show and the poll question as well next. Donnie Dolly. Donnie and Dolly. His name of a movie you saw last week. <laughs> Donnie and Dolly, the team. <laughs> oh, check. <laughs> All right, uh, Rick Jollywell, let's wrap up the poll question. It uh, has to do with the discussion we had yesterday, Matthew Barzell versus Elias uh, Pedersen. Some people say Braden Point will be a comparable for Pedersen uh, as well. I, yeah, he would be. Absolutely. 100% he would be on a three-year deal. He would be. Mm. Okay, listen, who would you uh, rather have on your roster, uh, Pedersen or Barzell? 676 uh, uh, percent say uh, Pedersen, uh, Barzell, 32, 978 votes. Part of that 67.6 percent, I'm sure he voted. Craig Button and Todd just Button. ripping into me. Oh, it was so no nice question. To... He feels Elias Pedersen yeah. is the superior player to Coquitlam's Matthew Barzell. Uh, here's one for you, Donnie. As, as you continue to take L's, is it just me, uh, Donnie, or is Cole Caulfield the best number 22 in Montreal mm. since Steve Shutt? Sincerely, uh, sincerely, Todd Buttons. 
Um, Steve Shutt, by the way, was great. Yeah. Uh, he was just so good. Uh, on that line with Gil Fleur and Pete Mahovlich. Oh, uh, what a line. And Steve Shutt was uh, one of my, I hate to say it, was uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, players growing up. Good guy. Why, would, why do you hate to say that? Because it was the Canadians. They won so much, and it was disgusting. Uh, you and know, yet your favorite player was Steve well, Shutt. It was just, it was, he was a treat to watch. What, what do you want me to say? Now, when I think number 22, and I'm going to say something here uh, that will speak to old-time Vancouver fans, which is something I tend to do a lot. Yeah. When I think number 22 in the Montreal Canadiens, I think of East Vancouver's very own John Ferguson. Oh, John Ferguson. When I was growing up, yeah. Uh, and this seems ridiculous now because there's so many great British Columbians in the yep. National Hockey League, including Matthew Barzell. Yeah. Uh, the only guy from Vancouver was, was John Ferguson. John Ferguson, yeah. Like in the you know, six-team league, even the 12-team league. Yep. Not a lot of players from uh, BC. There was a lot of pride with John Ferguson. Uh, there was a bit of a family connection for me. John Ferguson played and coached lacrosse as well. Oh, right, right, right. Um, so my family was a big lacrosse family, and East Van, North Burnaby, uh, uh, some of my totally family members that. knew him. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so when I think Great 22, I think John Ferguson – uh, who also was an executive of the National Hockey League, along with the, a coach, the late, great John Ferguson. Uh, I, I think of him more than I think of Steve Shutt. Yeah, All due point. respect to Steve Shutt. What do you got? Uh, Fraser Valley Flight from Trevor and Ladner. Is it Fraser, just me, but Fraser Valley Flight, flight. wouldn't be a bad name. Uh, flight, the herd. Uh, what's the? Uh, the Aviators. The, uh, Aviators. A cattleman. Pilots. Cattlemen. Thundering herd. Okay, uh, that's it. Great show, folks. Uh, thanks so much. It might be our last one. Thank- <laughs> thanks for uh, joining in again. On behalf of Rick, on behalf of Ryan, Derek, everybody at Old Boy Productions and Check, I'm Don. You're up to date in the world of sports. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.